Hello and welcome to Bad Romance. I'm Jordan Searles. And I'm Bronwyn Isaac. And we are joined today by Lillian Devane. Hi. We and we are going to... <laughs> <laughs> like that threw me off. And we... <laughs> So Lillian is also a comedian yes. and a writer and an amazing um, culture cultural critic who has feelings <laughs> who has feelings about the rom com genre, but specifically this week's pick, which is the classic "She's All That." Oh God, you know what? You know it's interesting how like for like a few years ago we were all just like bloggers, and all of a sudden now we're cultural critics. <laughs> Thank it God, it just makes us Honestly, sound so much more important. I was a blogger like last week. I've just yeah. <laughs> I just like give myself new names to feel better. <laughs> like I don't write clickbait. I write. Um, seductive pros seductive um, pros oh my Think god yeah. yes I, I it's love- aggregated uh- <laughs> <laughs> i mean i still write i got my start writing on the internet um writing gangsta erotica and what yeah i did not know this about you uh well yeah well it was on um the the pretty ricky fan page which was very 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 popular like enough for us to have clicks and then when pretty ricky disbanded sometime in the in the late late 2000s or early 2010s the website disappeared and so did all of our work no (laughs) oh my gosh i mean i backed up a lot of it some of it i didn't back up and i will be angry about forever but i still go back and read it it's like i'm really i was really good at turning plot dang dude yes i have uh (laughs) i write some erotic fan fiction for like competition they have like live competition shows and i've won that and i was like why you know when you discover a weird thing that you just like like had no idea that you might be good at yeah you know i was like I'm, I'm not like a sex person so i was like oh cool but <laughs> i can write about sex <laughs> i can, can write about, about like that? wayne's world people doing it you know? right yeah um <laughs> i love that you like won and you were like maybe this should be my path yeah like, I what am i doing was like, maybe i'll just like publish some short stories but yeah. i mean yeah i'm thinking about getting a pen name and writing some porn it's so much fun yeah do it um which none of this has anything to do with today's movie. Well, you know. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's it's banter. Banter is good. Passion banter. Yes, passion banter. And I mean, honestly, She's All That is full of banter. It's yeah. a very banter-heavy movie. Yeah. Yeah. It is, a, it is a 1999 gem. Is it just gem-like? <laughs> just beautiful. How yeah. is this? So- I would wear it on my finger. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys so i don't know all of the movies that you all have gone through where does this like line like do you do you do a whole range right it's obviously not just like do you do a lot of teen stuff or is it sort um, of we like haven't a done a lot of teen stuff so far actually yeah okay. surprisingly because our main focus has been that it falls somewhere in rom uh, rom-com and it's fairly bad okay so she's all that is actually good uh, thank you i was worried for yeah, a second i was like i need that. to leave it's like better than most and like a lot of the teen rom-coms that mm-hmm. are popular are actually kind of good uh-huh yeah and interesting that actually teen rom-coms um, tend to be better than adult rom-coms yeah they're just funnier and so we haven't done very many of those so this is like i would definitely say this is probably the best movie we're covering because every once in a while we have to come up for air mm-hmm. and watch a movie that doesn't make us want to slit out our eyes yeah 
Um, uh, yes, and this movie was directed by Robert Iscove, and that's the best that I can do. He also directed the 1997 Cinderella, which means that he directed the black one and uh-huh. therefore must be cherished and appreciated was forever. Was Brandy? Yes, it was Brandy and Whitney Houston. Yes. Whitney Houston. Yes, the, yes, the wonderful Cinderella, the one that like made my sisters cry because they were just like, Cinderella can be black. And I was like, right? Right. You're like, right? <laughs> this is real important. <laughs> was that on T? I think I wa- was it a TV movie? It was a TV I movie. Saw it was that like a TV. Wonderful World yes. of Disney kind of thing, but oh. I had it on I had it on VHS. Oh. Definitely wore that out. Hell yeah. Um, he also directed Boys and Girls, which is like <laughs> it's like if we were going to be doing the bad version of She's All That, Boys and Girls <laughs> probably. And from Justin to Kelly. Oh, Ooh. okay. That's a range. Wow. It's a small range, hmm. but it's a range. Small I almost range. feel like he made his best movie in 97 and then he made this and then everything else has been worse. I'm going by this because 1997 Cinderella. I don't want to hear any bullshit. Yeah. I don't want any critique. Nope. I don't oh, want yeah, it. No, we're not going to do that. No, 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 no. This is a safe space for that Cinderella to live and thrive. Um, and it's written by two people. I see two credits here. One by somebody who goes by R. Lee Fleming Jr., which I assume is a guy. Sure. And then we have an uncredited credit for M. Night Shyamalan. What? No. Here we are. I, I really want to know, like, which <laughs> aspects of the plot were his fault, you know? I mean, M. Night Shyamalan used to actually do write romances. Like if you look at the early part of his backlog before he was famous, there are at least like three of them. And I can't I can't explain it. I think he probably was really pivotal with that group dance scene in the end. Oh, I bet you that I was yeah, sure. a big part and of the, it. The three minute hacky sack scene. <sighs> OK, so the hacky sack scene is wonderful. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I see that was one of those. Sometimes when I'm watching a movie and this is a very, I think, common feeling, I can't tell if I love a scene because it's actually good mm-hmm. or because I relate to it too much. Yeah. Like I've been to too many weird performance art events. And so I think it's hilarious. <laughs> or yeah. If it is hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, I think it's interesting. There's so many cool things about this movie that I mean, so I saw it in the theaters like excitedly when I was oh yeah th- I was a baby when this came no I wasn't um, I said- <laughs> <laughs> um I'm like you're I- 17 what's going on <laughs> no no yeah exactly um but I think it's cool because one it's sort of like well a couple of things for me I think it's cool because there's like the artsy girl right which I feel like we can all yeah identify yeah. with which was like kind of a like a more like Molly Ringwald's character was always a little bit weird. And then there was also like the lower middle class or middle class thing. So that thing, I think I was like, super oh, yeah. there's into. a lot of like 16 oh, candle sure. stuff uh-huh. going on in this movie. For yeah. sure. For sure. But yeah, the artsy stuff is definitely like, you're like, Oh, she gets it. You're, she's you're like, really cool. she's artsy and working class. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, on board. Or like, love it. Oh no, like pretty in pink. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely pretty, yeah. pretty. Yeah. It's definitely pretty in pink. Single dad. Mm hmm. Yeah, there's single dad, but instead brother, of Harry Dean Stanton, we get Kevin Pollack. Who's awesome in this movie? Kevin Pollack is really good. He's movie. like distant, but the Jeopardy scene where he's that joke is so, so funny. Good. Yeah. 
He's great. He's uh, and yeah, he's so believable. Mm-hmm. And and like you love him, you get it. You yeah, get where she's at. I love that scene where uh, where he where uh, Freddie Prince Jr. brings in the JV the JV soccer <laughs> team to clean the house. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. And it takes like, twenty minutes for the dad to realize. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like <yeah>. real. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so this is kind of like a, this is a movie that we all like. Like, there are things, of course, that I hate about this movie, mm-hmm. but, like, for the most part, it was, it was really enjoyable for me. <laughs> um, and the main plot, like, if you're, if you're, a, if you're younger than me, which, God, how do you even know how to find this off right now and go to bed? How do you, how do you even know how to find podcasts if you're younger than me? Um, but, uh, it's a story about a guy who g- get, Freddie Prince Jr. has a bet with Paul Walker that, uh, I guess he can't, he can't turn, Lainey Briggs into prom queen and like basically like if he doesn't get her turn her into prom queen she loses the bet and has to do something or if he does get her to be prom queen Paul Walker loses the bet and has to do something and that's like the conceit of the movie and um Freddie Prince Jr. has been dumped by Jody Lynn O'Keefe who did not have a career after the 2000s. <laughs> um, I think she was like in a show with like Don Johnson. Like, I feel like she was in a Don Johnson show that I can't think of anymore. And I'm just here with the trivia. That's all I'm here for, really. It's weird because Paul Walker <laughs> lost the bet and then um, he died, actually. So that's what I they guess he say really lost the is bet. He re- it's all stemmed from. <laughs> it's really quite a it sad a story. Slow, it was a slow. A very <laughs> Low death. <laughs> also, I googled a lot of plastic surgery stuff watching this because Paul Walker totally had so much work done after this movie. He had his nose was completely different. Yeah, which wow, I hadn't even thought about it. So beautiful, yeah. no matter what. Yeah, he's kind like, of not in a way that I'm necessarily attracted yeah. to normally, but like in a very just you know yeah. There. He's a he's a yeah he's a pretty man. Sure, but I, he was. I was like. Oh, I've been so conditioned to see the whittled down Hollywood nose. I was like, what is happening on Paul Walker's face? But yeah. it's just a normal person. I hadn't even thought yeah. about yeah. it. Wow. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because I was trying to think he was in this movie during this time and he was also in Pleasantville. Oh, yeah. He basically looked the same in both. So it must have been a post Pleasantville mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Yeah. He got a new manager and they were like, if you want to be too fast and too furious for 25 years, you need a new nose. Paul Walker. <laughs> um rest Man. in peace sorry yeah no i mean you didn't kill <laughs> I mean, him i mean Freddie <laughs> prince jr killed him yeah it's really fun well because like i was hesitant to do this episode because i'm a huge we hate movies fan and we hate movies has actually done it but of course we hate movies is like four white guys yeah so you would think okay well three women can come up with other things to say <laughs> aside yeah. from four white guys yeah four white guys that i am huge fans of please listen to their podcast um <laughs> <laughs> you're like at so you like here's an ad for a more successful podcast than mine <laughs> but if you're looking but if you're really looking for good white boys on the internet they are good white boys i promise good that is know. my solemn swear to you we need to know um but they did this joke where <laughs> they did this joke where they were just like you do not need to worry about paul walker and it was like this like whole running joke and then he died and then fans <laughs> got really angry at that <laughs> 
for being like you said that we didn't have to worry about him and now he's dead and oh it's my just God. like paul walker has managed to managed to have an entire career without ever really turning in a great performance so i mean if we're trying to decide like who was gonna be okay regardless paul walker yeah we I thought mean, he was gonna be okay we did we all did we all know someone who like died on a tire swing when they were 20 you know <laughs> like you know like we all like knew that like 19 or 20 year old who like got drunk on the tire swing and like yeah. died paul walker feels like that guy who just like happened to get a break you know yeah and and obviously wasn't 20 when he died but right dying on a like, tire that's swing his vibe to me is a very homeschool accident that you just <laughs> bronwyn was homeschooled and i just want to that's great like but I, you know like <laughs> you know what i mean though or is this completely totally. weird i mean my friends are dying in like drunk driving accidents yeah but totally the same thing <laughs> <laughs> it's like always like it's like some sort of drunken freak sure accident. sure yeah. sure boys oh my and God. This, is the second, this is the second person that we've had that has like died because we also had to do we did burying the ex with anton yelchin and we had to talk about him too mm. and these like young people dying i mean anton yelchin's like even sadder because like he got killed by his own car like i think it was just like his car like rolled no. back and then killed him like in his own like driveway oh my gosh did you not know that no yeah I, I i know that i remember that story i was just visualizing it oh no don't do that <laughs> which um, is not something i can convey by just saying oh my gosh yeah <laughs> you guys are like what <laughs> we did britney murphy too um britney murphy mm. that was drugs yeah. that was drugs she died yeah. and, she then, and, DJ then, and then her husband died like a little bit after her also drugs yep it's so sad there's a whole conspiracy about I'm that. I'm honestly kind of surprised Freddie Prince Jr. is alive. I looked him like, up and he's really, he looks very dejected. Well, especially because, you know, his his father, you know, mm -hmm. was a comedian who was troubled and had trouble with drugs and died really young. So right. it's like, it's good. I mean, he seems happy. He's got Sarah Michelle Gellar, who is like a lovely person, even though she is a Republican. Never forget. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ooh, I knew that they were together, but I did not know she was a Republican. Did you see I'm her cameo sure in this movie? Yes! yes. Yeah. So like, it, it's I felt like it was almost like her being like, I'm here. Okay. I see you. Yeah. Rachel, <laughs> like mine. cook back in the fuck yeah. off. <laughs> Keep those glasses on. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Oh my gosh. yeah. Yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. Um, he does a lot of voice acting now. He does voice acting for Star Wars Rebels, that cartoon, which I've watched some of because I studied cartoon writing and they made us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a bad show. It's not bad. He's also like really into wrestling. I saw that. Yeah, and has like been like working with the WWE for a while. And also, um, tidbit about um one tidbit about Freddie Prince Jr. that uh, that Lexi Alexander revealed is that she wanted him to be in Punisher Warzone as Kingpin. She said that he did a really, really good job as like it was like Kingpin or like one of the bad guys, but like the studio didn't couldn't imagine like Freddie Prince Jr. as like a bad guy in a superhero movie, and so they wouldn't let it. But what? she said but she said he gave the best audition. That's what she said. Yeah, he like he's actually the right kind of handsome to be a bad guy. Yeah, I think. I'm surprised he hasn't been a bad yeah. guy more often. I like some imagining someone just like going to the mats for freddie prince jr be like yeah. listen to me this is the guy you want you know what i mean yeah. like it's a great like, just like, like, Lexi Alexander. Yeah. like i couldn't imagine saying no to her like, like yeah. him needing a defense 
<laughs> well, because he was like known for just like this like pretty boy thing. And like I remember him not being a great actor, but you know, in this movie I felt like I really thought that he was likable. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. I was really rooting for him. I did think it's like which Ivy League college should I do was one of the dumbest conflicts yeah. ever. <laughs> I like that he was a really smart though. I was like, that's a good like he's not just like yeah. a stupid jock dude. It he's wasn't like, like, oh, he's hot and so he's yeah, hot he's smarter and than stupid. Lady. Yeah. It was like um because it made them as a match make more sense because mm-hmm. they both brought intellectual, you know, things to the yeah, table. Totally. <laughs> and it wasn't just like I'm hot and have social capital totally. and you're smart. Oh my god, yeah. It's like the whole like conflict like with him and like this whole bet and Paul Walker just seems like Paul Walker either wants to be Freddie Prince Jr. or Paul Walker wants to fuck yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. And it depends from scene to scene. I, I really was <laughs> I always read it at home erotic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like almost every high school movie, I'm like, wow, why don't they just have sex? Like, it's just like, he's well, just yeah. like I'm a like, jock. Why don't people love me? It's is it because I'm not smart. Like I feel like he was just like he's like he's a jock but he's not that smart and he's like jealous of freddie prince jr because he's smart and also a jock like how dare you be both but why didn't paul walker just get one of the million girls in crop tops walking around like i don't get the yeah okay so like all of the women in this movie can mm-hmm. we <laughs> yes yeah. let's unpack sure can we talk about can we talk about the the underuse the criminal <laughs> underuse of lil kim yes yeah she barely gets to talk in this movie. The only line that I remember specifically from her is at the very end when they're at the graduation and she has to like tell Paul Walker that his name is being called. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, she's just like, I don't I don't see her say anything. I do see her sit in black guy from the West Wing's lap. Yes. And I'm just like, are they dating? No. Yeah. And then he like it's, checks out another. You're like, there's no. But then, go, but then, but then when he no goes answer. to prom, he's with Gabrielle Union. Yep. So like, who did she go to prom with? No, th- yeah. They did not care about that. So many you, questions. You go, but it's like they had two black girls. and They were just like, well, Gabrielle Union is the one that can actually act and who's actually been in other things. So we're going to give her a bunch of lines and Lil' Kim can just be in the scene. She's just in scenes, not saying so a word. weird. Like at least Usher had like a really unbelievable role. Yeah. A <laughs> hilarious like, school DJ, which is my, even at the I, time I was like, this is not what high school I think I always love, I love that cliche. I think he was movies. added in post. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. It, it's like do yeah you, like that's what i was thinking i was like do you think lil kim had like a big do you think they just cut out a bunch of stuff because it seems yeah. crazy to have her in there without yeah, and i'm just like why then? would a 1999 lil kim like who was a star at the time like agree to be in a movie if she wasn't gonna get to do anything yeah like it just doesn't really add up yeah there's and they and it's such a stacked movie like as far as famous actors it's not like they needed to have another really famous person unless they're actually going to use them. Right. So. Yeah. And like, I think, and I don't, and I don't, I'm not going to look at my phone to check this, but I think that like they added Usher later. Like they were just like, you know what we need? <laughs> A weird narrative that like over just says over it's, and over again, the things we already know, but with Usher. And he, there's just, I just love that it's Usher and there's just, <laughs> and there's just nothing else with him. Like he just yeah, like, he's like in a room alone always. I was like, watching. Yeah. <laughs> he's just upset. 
obsessed with Zach's love life and like he was, like never goes to class like he's just like yeah, he's inexplicably never in any on the intercom everyone's fine with it I'm just like alright and he's like being really creepy on the intercom too like things that like would definitely get him suspended for saying yeah like just like overtly sexual things and also just like I was watching this movie with my boyfriend who is also a film critic and he mentioned that in the prom scene Usher is not in the same room as those kids. Usher is in a different room. And when they do the big wide shots, when they're all dancing, that black guy in the background is not Usher. What? <laughs> it's like an Usher stand in. Usher is not in the room. Guys. Yeah, he definitely yeah, was, was a definitely separate. Post, yeah. That's hilarious. But I also really like imagining it wasn't and that he just had to be separate like he was in timeout the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> or like he just like didn't want to be part of it. It's just like, no, thank you. I don't yeah. want yeah. I don't want any of these white people near me. Um, <laughs> Understandable. I would like to be in the separate room. Um, yeah, there's like uh, what the narrative of this movie is weird because when it starts um it starts doesn't it start with like the real world or yo that part oh my is gosh. so good okay matthew lillard is i had a big crush on matthew lillard in scream even though he was a bad dude yeah spoiler alert and then this movie he's also a bad dude but yeah. i thought he was like super funny but the real world stuff in this movie is so it's hilarious so funny it's so good whoever wrote that is yeah. like I, I like so good i love that device because like i think 10 things i hate about you is the only other movie that i can think of off the top of my head that really utilized like how big the real world was mm-hmm. at that time in a teen movie yeah. and i just think it's brilliant yeah like and how shitty Matthew Lillard was, was like the best. Like you can go over the top like that in teen movies and it's like so funny. And especially yeah. like we still know people like who are reality TV. It's like the beginning oh, yeah. of reality TV and how shitty everyone was like way back then. It's like 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. It's like what? It's been like this for that long. Yeah, because people because I feel like there is sometimes this consensus like look at what's happened. I, I no. even heard someone the other day was like Trump's America reality TV. I was like reality tv has been around for like 30 years like chill (laughs) i mean like the resurgence of reality tv happened during the writer's strike of 2007 and 2008 mm -hmm. but that was like that's that was the birth of celebrities right yeah yeah that was that was keeping up with the kardashians it's real housewives of atlanta like that's that's all like that's different than like we're picking five kids from five different parts of the world and putting mm-hmm. them in one house like these people were nobodies they became somebody's but these people were nobodies it's different than like putting cameras in front of rich people right <laughs> i love i love right. the coming of you know the the nobodies i like the coming of age but not even coming of age, just coming of like how fucking horrible you are on camera. It's beautiful. Oh God. Can you imagine so being like 20 years old and just like having every stupid thing you say? Like I can't, it would ruin my life. I would. You're getting like plied with alcohol by no. like producers what who a are like. terrible idea. Right. <laughs> who are like, oh, we want you guys to kiss each other then get angry and like all this stuff. And you're getting manipulated. You're on TV. You're probably you're getting high edited on power. weirdly. It's yeah. like a whole, it's, it's super fucked who, up. Like who wouldn't be a monster yeah because even the people who are the best on those shows like that you can always tell the directors try to like make people hate them somehow Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah the the real the real world was an amazing because it was uh 
when Taylor dumps Freddie Prince Jr., Taylor is the character's name. I don't yeah, know that yeah, actress yeah, very Jody well. Lynn O'Keefe, yeah, yeah, Jody, when Jody Lynn O'Keefe uh, dumps him, it's it's because she realizes um, that she met a real world star, and obviously she's starstruck, mm-hmm. which I feel like sets the tone for the cultural like touch point of the whole movie, right? And she like gives what's what's cool is that she she tells the story, and then there's a flashback, and then they get inside the flashback, yeah. and I'm just like, wow, this is these are filmmaking choices. <laughs> I was really impressed. <laughs> Uh yeah it, yeah it's weird because like we're introduced to like Lainey and her and her brother and her family and her brother's played by um Kieran Culkin the middle Culkin love the Culkins love them yep. um and we meet Kevin Pogdad and everything and then we just switch over to Freddie Prince Jr. just like getting dumped and then we have like Paul Walker just being like yeah you just you blew it you blew it and then like Freddie Prince Jr. being like uh she's actually like really vapid and boring and I think I'm gonna be okay and Paul Walker's just like whatever <laughs> it's just this yeah, weird thing. Paul Walker's like no you won't cause she's popular and Freddie Prince Jr. is like anyone can be popular like it's it's all about her image and that's when the bet happens i love that because i like not to bring myself into it but i in high school i was like a weirdo artsy kid and then i did have one friend and it's like so real that when you have one friend who's cool and they tell all the other kids that you're cool then you're like in because that's what I thought was cool about this movie where it's like, you know, the beach scene, they all go like Lainey and Freddie Prince Jr. Cause I don't remember his character's name. They all go to the beach. He goes to the beach, like on a date with her. And then all the popular kids show up. And I got so anxious at that yes. scene. Cause it's like the two groups and he's like, not really sure if he wants to be seen with her. And all the popular kids are like, what are you guys doing here together? Yeah. And like, but why is she wearing a black one piece which i was like i would wear that right now yeah um, <laughs> i mean we'll get into how hot she is later totally um but i thought that was really because it's like and then but then i feel like they were actually really nice to her and that's what i liked about this movie was because it was like kind of realistic because i feel like in high school kids can be so easily like oh no this person's cool oh they don't suck all right let's like hang out and then you're and then it's fine like yeah. that happens a lot more than i think people like in make it out in movies and stuff like that like, like high schoolers yes can be cruel sure. yes and you know but they're also complicated and right. so yeah they can buy into a certain idea of popularity and still be like oh that person's cool cool right. whatever like, I mean, I was like holding a cup at a weird house party in high school being like, all of these girls are like named Christina and are super rich, but they were still like, oh, hey, I guess Lillian's here now. Like, no one cared. Yeah. It's fine. Totally. Yeah. I mean, the only person who really seems to care is like, is Taylor, Jodie Lynn O'Keefe. She's just like, I think it, I think Jodie Lynn O'Keefe is very like intimidated by Lainey because Lainey doesn't try as hard mm-hmm. and people like her anyway. Like, yeah. I think that that's yeah. what's going on. Like even in the scene with the dress where she pours the drink down her shirt, they're wearing a very similar dress in that <laughs> scene. Like the only difference is, is that Taylor has bigger boobs and she's like more like, I guess like nineties bombshell yeah. kind of hot thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, as I've mentioned on this podcast many times, a lot of my struggle with these movies is like trying to figure out what white people find attractive because I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I'm just like, it, she's supposed to be hotter, but I don't get no, it. She's like, so she's, mediocre she's in not, this movie. Like, like as a character, as a not saying like I'm not trashing her looks as a person, but no. I'm just like, if she's supposed to be like the ultimate, I'm just like, I don't know. She's got no. long hair. I don't know what what it, is so appealing. And the makeup, and I know some of the makeup is like the time period, totally. but like, yeah, like obviously not coming after the actual actress, but her character. I, I didn't buy it. Mm-mm. I didn't buy it. Whereas I've seen movies where it's the same kind of setup and I bought it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just yeah. like everybody else lo- is like doing less than her. Like Gabrielle Union is doing way less than her. <laughs> oh, for <laughs> yeah. sure. Like, like I'm pretty sure Lil Kim isn't even wearing makeup <laughs> in her scenes. Like, yeah. do, do you think Lil Kim's not wearing makeup? I don't think she looks. Yeah, she's like real she's doing a very natural yeah. look, mm-hmm. especially considering it's Lil Kim in like, 1999. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> totally. And I, I can't and I can't name the other white girls. I was mostly just looking for the. I mean, there's like, of course, we got Anna Paquin playing Freddie Prince Jr.'s younger sister. Oh. Anna Paquin, who is the only Oscar winner in this movie. Anna Paquin was an Oscar winner by the time she did this movie. She had already won an Oscar. Dang. And then she did. She's all that. She had that confidence on screen. She, she did. Was like, yeah. She, and I'm she like, was great. Well, she, she was I, so good. Yeah. She, she was she one was of the youngest like people to win an Oscar for the piano. And she's super great. And she's real good in the piano. Yeah. So like, it's just weird to go from like Jane Campion to oh, teen movie. We're doing yeah. this. Like, okay. All right. <laughs> Um, I also loved, and I'm forgetting her name, but she was also in like the faculty that one of the art school girls. Clea Duvall. Yeah. Clea Duvall. Yes. My she, first lesbian. Many people's first lesbian. She's beautiful. Yes. I love her. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, but I really liked that s- shocking surprise angle where like people never, and that's how you know people involved in this movie were like arts, artsy people because there is the rich bitch art student. Yes. Which is like such a cool character that doesn't happen very much where you expect like the artsy kids in high school school to all be cool like with each have other. a solidarity but it's not real and then she was just like yeah go fuck yourself i went to spain and i was like i've been in that museum but um <laughs> but that was really i was like damn that's like just shows you how isolated laney feels when Absolutely. the other art school girls are like just still the class thing is in play which i thought was like so cool that they kept coming back to that I, I totally know. no, I totally felt that because it made me it made think me about think comedy. about like being a scholarship kid like yeah. at art school and like just the divide there and mm-hmm. um yeah and uh, it was nice because it also like you said it departed from the whole idea of like the preppy kids are all mean and the artsy kids are all good it was like no everyone kind of sucks mm-hmm. and is also good yeah oh we should it, talk about um Lainey's best friend yes who's played by Eldon Henson Aww. most known now as as Foggy Nelson on Daredevil um very I love him I've always loved him <laughs> I really he, yeah I liked that he wasn't trying to sleep with her me too they were just like buddies like i you actually believed it as a platonic Mm -hmm. friendship and it was really refreshing yeah yeah they were pals and but i also like i was wondering what was up with him like he ends up with anna paquin in the end which is like perfectly fine and they look adorable together but at the same time i was just like for a lot of the movie i was like is he gay Mm -hmm. that was my that was my read too i was like I assume that he was figuring out his sexuality or not open about it. I mean, or just he could not easily be bisexual. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, maybe he's just bisexual. But yeah, I was definitely getting like queer vibes from him. And I think that the movie just like didn't have time yeah. to really get into it. But yeah, he was just like a good dude through and through. Like he never. Yeah, just like a solid guy. He wasn't <laughs> entitled. He would call her out because he wanted her like he wanted the best for her. Yeah, it was really he was. Yeah, he was a really good male role model yeah yeah <laughs> i felt like and i felt like freddie prince jr mm-hmm. was like a great romantic prospect for her like that scene one of my favorite scenes is the scene where he like stands up for kieran culkin yeah. and makes the bully eat the pube thing i'm just like what a, like he's he's not just trying to get her like he's actively taking care of her family yeah i um i i just watched uh season two of stranger things finally and um, it kind of something about Freddie Prince Jr. makes me think of Steve Harrington a little bit mm-hmm. because you feel throughout the movie, you feel like he's emotionally growing for himself and not just for her. Interesting. Kind of like how Steve grows, not for Nancy, but for himself. Yeah. And that's why I think I believe Freddie Prince Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That might be a reach, but that was a read that I had. That makes sense. Yeah. Like. It's like this male, like emotional growth that you don't get to see with like teen boys. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I really felt like he was, you know, becoming, becoming aware of things that weren't just like himself. Like, like, (laughs) like, like, like Lainey has to call him out. She's just like, you can literally go to any school that you want. You know that, right? Totally. (laughs) I also thought it was hilarious that the little Culkin kiddo had to, was he a hired pepper grinder at a high school? I was like, cause at first I thought it was like a totally like hilarious joke. Like, Oh, he's such a weird kid. He just grinds pepper for people in the cafeteria. And then I was like, no, he's like a work study pepper grinder. (laughs) I was like, is that a fucking thing that happens at rich high schools? I was dying. I loved it. Dying over that so much. I was like, either way, it's hilarious to put in. I don't know if it's like supposed to be like this non sequitur or whatever, but the other real quick, really funny, quick thing that made me just completely burst out laughing was when Lainey's art teacher comes out of nowhere in the very end. I don't know if you guys noticed that like, it's just Lainey being like walking around prom. And then her art teacher's like, Lainey, I wanted to let you know that everything you did was just the best you've ever done. And your work is really amazing. And then she disappears. I was <laughs> oh, like, yes, I saw that too. So out of nowhere. I was like, thanks for wrapping that up. Yeah. She's all that. Um, anyways, those two gags were like, I mean, that second one wasn't a gag, but to me, oh, it but was great. Yeah, absolutely. So, so unbelievable. And obviously like trying to, you know, cleanly close the plot. Sure. I love how she says, I've been trying to open you up for years. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Wow. Calm down. <laughs> Yay. Uh. Uh. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about Lainey herself. How are we feeling about Lainey? What are our thoughts on Lainey? Um, I think Rachel Lee Cook is really Lee Lee Rachel Lee Cook, right? Yes, yes it's Rachel. I don't Lee know why Cook. I'm like because she spells it the long way. way. Too, yeah, I feel like I could tell because wasn't she? Isn't she like a diplomat or something? She's like a humanitarian, like in she, real life. Oh, she is. That makes sense. She's like I don't know. Actually, does great things. Um, <laughs> she's actually she does a lot she of stuff cares. That matters. Yeah. Um, but she. Um, oh no. Um, <laughs> we can also stop. Um, she just seems like an intelligent person. Yeah, like it's 
you sense it in her face. Yeah. And I felt like in this movie, because her character, because Lainey's kind of quiet or shy in a lot of ways, um, she does a lot of acting with her facial expressions yes. or lack of facial expressions. Yeah, I think. And um, it's believable. What you heard in the background was me being an idiot. I tried to cover. I did not do a great job. Oh, no, it's OK. Like, no, just just. Just organic moron. I'm just good. <laughs> organic moron. I only hang out with organic morons. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I liked, I don't know. I, I think the whole, like, dead mom trope is a little bit, like... Played? Yeah. Well, it's also just, like, gives you this, like, here's an easy thing that she's upset about all the time. But it's also, like, I mean, there's probably a lot of teens who have had that happen to them and I guess you know that's probably maybe I'm just being a little insensitive well I mean the, I think the, you're the, being insensitive I mean, like the dead mom thing felt like a holdover from pretty and pink yeah. like remember pretty and pink mm-hmm. um I watched that movie 10,000 times so yeah <laughs> <laughs> um style guide man but yeah mm-hmm. like it's just like <laughs> My mom was an artist and she's dead and like Kevin Pollock's like clearly like this like poor schmuck who's just like, what am I supposed to do with the daughter? Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, in the scene where um, Anna Paquin has to come in and be like, you've never put on makeup. And she's just like, yeah, well, my mom died and yeah. no one, nobody taught me, which I mean, it is real. Yeah. Like, like if your mom doesn't teach you how to put on makeup, like you have to learn from your friends. Yeah. My mom didn't teach me how to put on makeup. And yeah. I, yeah. So, I mean, like that's real. Like that makes sense. I think like Lainey is super hard to read. Mm-hmm. Like she's very like emotionally unreachable and like, and she does a lot to like keep it that way. Like when, um, like right after, um, Freddie Prince Jr. does that amazing hacky sack performance art and they come out and she's just like, you know what this is? This is an art movement from the 20s. It's surreal. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, all right, Lainey. It's we just, get it. It's just like, yes, we get it that you don't like yourself that much. But the fact that you just like have to, I don't know, like even the way that she describes her feelings is just like she goes a long way to say a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting with her character because like I felt conflicted because there's parts of me that like the idea of her more than her actual character. Yeah. Like I like that she's artsy. I like that she's working class. I like that she doesn't like I like that she has unpopular opinions and says no. Um, But because she's so emotionally closed off, um, it's hard to connect to her on a deep level until the end for me. Like. I started to care, like, I care about her just because of the plot, so of course I do. Yeah. But as, like, a character that I can emotionally connect with, like, it was, it was, it's hard. Yeah, it's it's really hard to get to her, and you can see, so, like, when Freddie Prince Jr. gets frustrated with her, it's like, no, I totally get it, because I am also frustrated. <laughs> what is going on? Like, yeah. What does she want? And it doesn't seem like... It's very clear that she doesn't want anybody else. She either wants to be with Freddie Prince Jr. or she wants to be left alone. She doesn't really want Paul Walker. And I think that the only reason why she gives him the time of day is just... Like, I think it's like shrug nation with that. Like, I don't think that she like really cares or like is even really attracted to Paul Walker. I think she's just like, oh, whatever. Yeah. I think she's curious, too. 
Yeah, I think you know? yeah, she's like, like she's like, well maybe this one might be okay. She mm. got nominated for prom queen, so I would want to know the results. You know, I cuz like I do think the movie reveals that she cares she does care and that's why she's closed off. Is yeah. she wants people to like her sure. like at the party when she cries. It's like like that was when I started to connect to her because she showed uh, like yeah. she expressed emotion. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, she's shutting everyone off because it hurts and people are mean to her. <laughs> um, right. And Freddie Prince Jr. was so great in that scene. Cause he was just like, yeah, I'll take you home. Like he just yeah. like was so, so like, tender. Yeah. He was a really, he was like such a great character for a teen. So, Cause he wasn't like trying to sleep with, like he wasn't, I don't yeah. know. He was just like completely on the level the whole time. Yeah. I mean, besides the yeah. fact that I obviously the whole thing was a bet or whatever, but obviously that right. was off the table like real early on. Oh, yeah. for sure. And he didn't even really want to do the no. bet. It was and and I I think what makes this movie so strong is that everybody did well, not everyone, but most of the characters feel real and mm-hmm. that they're not like black or white. It's not like good bad yeah like taylor's like a villain yeah i mean that's what you have to have the <laughs> taylor's cartoon. a villain but, but also fun. like taylor taylor has chosen to be like she she makes conscious decisions to be a villain right throughout the film and like you can tell just like based on the way that she talks to her friends that she has just decided i'm the villain mm-hmm. that's what i'm doing mm-hmm. like <laughs> I also yeah. like how her friends, like throughout the movie, like you can tell they stop liking her as much. Uh-huh. Like, it, it's very clear that they all like Lainey better than her. Like, and it, Taylor's character very much feels like a a woman or a girl, depending on what age she is. Uh, who um, people don't want to hang out with after high school. Yeah, and like you can see that shift happening. Oh yeah, they're just because there's because when the movie starts, there's only two months left, so it goes over like a two month period. Um, and it's just like, yeah, we don't have to fuck with her suit. Like you find out like near the end, like in a throwaway line that Gabrielle Union is the person who nominated Lainey in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like Gabrielle Union was trying to shake the table. She was great. <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah. And beautiful. She's uh, so always. beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Dang it. <laughs> Um. Uh, but you know, one of my favorite parts is in the party scene when, like, <laughs> when Lainey goes into the bathroom and Clea Duvall's in there. Yes. She's like, how do you feel like that I got accepted into my first choice art school and you're cleaning up my puke? And Lainey is just like, hold on, bitch. <laughs> oh, yeah, the clown. I love how petty <laughs> that was. Just the clown makeup, that's... Yes. Oh, I, I also it. it was great and such a nice touch again where like the shitty art school girl has like art supplies in her purse. I was like totally. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I those women it. are just are whoever like has yeah. just like I'm like just I, I always carry my palette with me. I'm like fuck you. Like you yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, Can like she probably had her sketchbook like yeah. a mini sketchbook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we talk about how Dulé Hill's parents owning this house is weird? Wait. The black yes, guy. Yes, the huge... Right? Yeah. My parents are out, so I'm going to have all of these destructive white people... Okay, here, two things. Two yeah. things. First thing is, if he has that much money and he has a house that big, are we talking NBA or Oprah? <laughs> like, like, who's <laughs> it? like, what are we doing? Like, if we're talking about really... Ri- it was this weird thing in the 90s where just, like, really rich black people popped up into things, <laughs> and I was always just like... <laughs> 
what are we doing (laughs) like it's not that black people can't be rich but it's like it's weird that like whenever we're in one of these teen comedies like it's like it's like they're going out of their way to be Uh like these black people are okay right there's nothing to worry about you don't have to feel bad white people they're like they they (laughs) got it under control you know what they're more like it's also the thing where it's like they're more like well adjusted than the white people look at that they're Uh just like (laughs) like in that scene like where Matthew Lillard's doing the dance and Dulé Hill's in the background just like, what's this crazy white person doing? Like, this is not his face. Like, it's just so, okay. So that was the first thing. The second thing is, if he is that rich, which sure, why not, West Wing black guy, um, would a smart black man invite all of these white people to destroy his home i do not think so mm. i do not think so he I'm is a teen though in quotes but <laughs> i get what you're saying like i'm just saying like 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 black parents <laughs> oh like, yeah this isn't just i just yeah. don't like i don't I'm like i don't know like i'm like i i don't even have a lot of models for this so i keep on seeing like <laughs> uncle phil <laughs> like, like what he's would uncle phil say uncle phil would be pissed yeah. yeah no it's just it's weird like if i like if i had that kind of money no one's coming over to my house no like let me let me preserve whatever wealth i have instead of bringing these vultures <laughs> also there were like two thousand people at that party yes. Yes. like yes. that's nuts He's like Magic Johnson's secret son. <laughs> like, I think oh I didn't even catch that it was his house. I don't even think I. I was just like, oh, oh yeah, no, it is his yeah, house. I didn't catch that um, they are just all up in this man's house, which is why he gets so angry when Matthew Lillard puts on a whole performance. And like, I was thinking about his like inner monologue through the whole thing. It's just like, this is my house. This, this oh is my gosh. I'm supposed to be the center of attention here. Yeah. Let this white man yeah. in here. He was not on the guest list. Like, I <laughs> love, yeah. <laughs> I love that Matthew Lillard's <laughs> shitty dance went really badly. Like, yeah. I loved that part of it. We're like, Matthew Lillard showing off a real world star. It could have been like, everyone was like, yeah. And then, but everyone was just like, this guy blows. And I loved that. <laughs> I felt like that was very <laughs> it was so real. realistic, right? And everyone so... would be like, what the, f- this is, he puts on like, what is it? Like, um, it's a disc or it's like a seventies disco song. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Forget right now. But I, I, yeah, it's, it's perfect. It's great. It like the movie hits so many uncomfortable moments correctly. <laughs> like, yeah, it's cartoonish in a way that's truthful. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah for sure can we talk about the this less light-hearted but like how casually they're like paul walker is gonna try to rape her oh yeah man. like because yeah. i like i remember that like you know i've seen this movie multiple times but i think maybe because i haven't seen it in a few years and i've been thinking about this stuff a lot like that like made the end of the movie i couldn't enjoy it and freddie prince jr has this like duty to save her virginity in this weird fucked up yeah. way where he's like rushing to like make sure she's still pure or and something like, i if, don't know if you know that your friend in quotes is a rapist like you should be dealing with him like and not like waiting until he tries to come for someone you like yeah yeah it, it was really uh. weird and like because like there's there's a part where and he just like openly talks about it too like he's just like in the bathroom and he's just like it's gonna happen it's going down and like delay hill which i just have just this idea is the most sensible person in this movie is just like <laughs> it's just like 
it's not going to happen. Yeah. And he looks so angry about it. And I just wish he had taken that mm-hmm. anger and like done more with it, like punched him in the face. Like that would have been a great scene for me. So many people need to be punched in the face. I in know. This movie. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I would have punched Jody Leno Keefe in the face when she poured that drink. And I was like, Lainey's too nice, man. Like we would have been throwing hands. I wanted, I wanted a yeah. scrapper moment. I really wanted that. <laughs> I, like I knew it wouldn't happen, but you yeah. just want it. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, it, yeah, it's just this thing. And then like her best friend finds, out and then and then her best friend is like rushing to the stage like zach zach i think that that's freddie prince jr's name by the oh, way right zach. yeah it's like zach you gotta you gotta and then he's just like racing to the hotel and then by the time he gets there lady's already taking care of it she's just like oh yeah i have this like rape foghorn and she also like has like this little monologue about like how like se- sexual assault is like dangerous and like yeah i'm and, like, like <laughs> so you're gonna permanently damage him it was so that and was then, oh yeah and then she's like i hope i didn't permanently damage his hearing like, oh, no, and it's like did. supposed He's... to be like a funny joke where they're like haha he tried to rape you but you might have fucked up his ears it's so weird I was like, what? it's really dark yeah it was like just a quick offhand <laughs> and like, like how she's like ready to like she's not like hey crying or i don't know she's like, like no i handled the situation and I now was we can make out and, and women like, this is what you should do when men try to rape like yeah, i don't like know that pissed me off right at the camera it's just like by the way you need something to protect you from sexual assault totally yeah (laughs) it was that was just like i i almost like i liked that they addressed like because paul walker's character did seem like he would be a rapist to be honest so i thought that it was sadly realistic that his Mm -hmm. character would try to pull something like that so it's not that i didn't want that it was just handled it just felt either shoehorn it felt like forced yeah i, I mean wrong word but. i mean like i kind of wish that it, there had been a scene where we actually like watched the action in question because it's such an afterthought the way yeah. that it's set up yeah. and i'm not saying that like yeah i just really wanted to watch no we don't want like, <laughs> like no i but. mean like like just seeing her stand seeing her do something active like that mm-hmm. and like seeing him react to it like seeing like instead of just like but no this is a fun movie and you know what we're gonna have at the end he can't even hear his name when he's being called to get his diploma so Lil kim has to tap him and let him know in his other ear <laughs> like so weird yeah also why is freddie prince jr naked at he Fred- lost the bet that's the bet oh right yeah right. yeah the bet whoever loses the bet that's is- like the whole movie i'm yeah. like why did that happen like well the whole plot of the movie bronwyn i just like <laughs> i was too distracted by the fact that no school would let him do that no oh, yeah, totally no school would let him do that but yeah that's uh, that's the bet the bet is that like he has to be naked during graduation of the beach ball and then the movie ends with just with laney catching the beach ball which means that his dick is out and also means that probably security is closing yeah. in <laughs> <laughs> best image no one's going to college everyone's like seen in 10 things i hate about you where he's like singing the song and then all of a sudden like campus security pops up and is chasing him down that's that's Mm -hmm. the ending that should have been that's hilarious (laughs) how long do you guys think that um those characters would stay together in in you know like a summer this summer maybe one semester because like he's gonna go to like whatever fucking like school like whatever fancy school and she's not gonna be able to get into that school like unless she decided okay i'm gonna go to an art school that's right next to his school yeah i mean i think she was like yeah i'm going to art school and he was like cool 
I don't know. I feel like they kind of were like, we're doing this, but it doesn't. I felt, I felt like it was like kind of like, yeah, we'll just see what happens. Yeah. I, like, That's I felt like it was more about like them finding themselves. Right. And then, yeah. And then yeah. they'll like have like a love thing and then like break up mm-hmm. probably. And, but they'll like hook up again in the future when they're both like yeah. single again yeah. in the same city. Yeah. Cute. Yeah. Love it. Um, also, Lainey's prom look was like 90s DC intern. I was like, what is she doing? <laughs> Right? Yeah. She had like a, yeah. like a, it was so like boring and weird. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. No, I, was I just totally like, Why do you have the butterfly clips like I did? Like, like I felt on. like she looked better at the party. She yeah. did. Yeah. Like, you know, lady, she needed his sister to style her. She didn't lady have to go boring. Like she's getting ready to like study for the bar exam. Yeah. This whole yeah. Day. Totally. <laughs> Which like, is weird because when she's in art class, you know, she wears prints. She, she doesn't have to get boring to get yeah. a makeover. Yeah, they're like ladies. <laughs> they're like, don't express yourself. Yeah, <laughs> wear these like monotone slip dresses. I don't know, whatever. It was ninety nine. I guess it was different. Oh yeah. yeah. And how d- okay, so one thing, um, <laughs> the dance number. When when Usher says, "Okay, are you ready <laughs> for Chills. the dance number?" Um, Usher says, "Do the dance that I taught you." Mm-hmm. And I yes. and I remember pausing the film and turning to my boyfriend and being like, "When did he teach him this dance? When did he teach them this dance? Was it during gym? Yep. Did he just like do it over the intercom one day? It's like, hey kids, it's early morning announcements. I'm going to teach you the dance that you're going to do to prom. Just like when yeah. did he teach them this dance? I love that he just slipped that in. So it's like, guys, I know this seems really unbelievable, but actually Usher took care of it beforehand, and this is something that is like totally thing that <laughs> like, happens at dances. It's so right. unbelievable, and they think that adding yeah it makes it even less believable. yeah i'm like i th- i in my mind i was like it was jim they had a special period yeah. where like this is prom like i don't know prom. Re- ready mint i don't know i, I mean it. the only dance i ever learned in gym was the electric slide and like i guess i mean sure yeah yeah i mean you'll use that at a wedding for sure yeah the electric slide yeah i learned square dancing in gym so oh yeah me too i did learn there we square go dancing. yeah it's so weird yeah it is weird it's really weird i would have rather learned this brian setzer bullshit dance that they did at uh at the at the prom oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it was just weird there being a dance number it's like he was like pr- prepping for like from Justin to Kelly, like he's just like, oh, we're gonna do this. <laughs> oh my god! I love too when you can tell that there's like professional dancers in a teen movie. You're like, wait, these people are like super buff and awesome at dancing. <laughs> yeah. These are like hired, like amazing dancers. They're just yeah. like, and she's like, all their that. Their form is perfect. Yeah. Like, what's happening? <laughs> Why are they doing a backflip? Yeah, like, like 28, like best yeah. shape of their lives. Okay, cool. Just right. checking. <laughs> just just checking. <laughs> <laughs> but I I I love it. I'm not even joking. I fucking love the dance number. So it's good. so stupid. But I fucking uh, love it. I'm like, I like yes. needed it in my life. I wanted was... to be there when I was a kid. I was like, I can't believe this is what high school is going to be like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. I can't wait for this excited yes. for a multi million dollar prom in like some weird, oh, yeah. like, I don't know, event hall. And yeah. said I just like fell on my knees immediately up the stairs when I went to prom and skinned both my knees because I was drunk. It wasn't like that. I went to a school's prom and I spilled a rock star in my dress. Very so that's cool. Very cool. Not uh, Fat Boy Slim, unfortunately. Very sexy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bummer. Okay. Oh man. Oh, <laughs> very God. much a virgin. So you Aww. know. 
Okay. I mean, me too. I mean, then. Right. Not now. Like, <laughs> I'm very much a virgin. I'm a big old whore. I was uh, a virgin in high school. You had to clarify that. Oh, man. I didn't have sex until college because I thought that's what you were supposed to do. I mean, yeah, that's what they say. I don't know who says that, but. <laughs> the pastors. The, yeah, the, the literature I get on the street. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's like tracks about like your sexuality. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh. Yeah. It, I it watched was, this movie right after I watched Saved, and it was just like, I don't know why that was the order. <laughs> I rewatched Saved. I need to see that. I've always You've wanted never to see it. Oh, I know it's so good. We're both Save stands. So. You gotta, you gotta right, see yeah. Save. It's it's streaming on Amazon Prime. This okay. Is, this is this is a paid placement for Saved. Sweet. The Mandy Moore, Jenna Malone. Mm-hmm. I love Jenna Malone too. Oh yeah. It was. Uh, oh my god. This, it's all star I watched cast it last got, year, but I think Mary I need Louise rewatch. Parker in it. Nice. Got, got Macaulay Culkin in it. Got a Susan Sarandon's daughter Eve in it, you know, Eva, whatever her name is. All right. Yeah. I think especially like, like if you need something this weekend or next week, like holiday, you know. Okay. In the same kind of genre as she's all that, as far as quality, time it was made, cultural, like zeitgeist, Mm -hmm. although this is more obviously about like religious bullshit, but it's hilarious. Yo, I've heard great things for however long this movie's been out, so... And need to see it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, it was nice to do a movie that was good, right? Yeah, yeah. I, enjoy, <laughs> I enjoyed She's All That. And like, uh, it was uh, it almost like caused a fire with me and my boyfriend because I was like, hey, you want to watch A Walk to Remember with me? And he was like, no, I think I'm busy. And then I was like, hey, do you want to watch She's All That with me? And he was just like, yeah, totally. <laughs> and that like, moment he's called out. Excuse me. <laughs> so, you're, so you're all of a sudden free for She's All That, but you can't watch A Walk to Remember? <laughs> and I'm like, Honest. have you ever seen A Walk to Remember? And he's like, nope. He's just a big sixpence none the richer fan. I think yeah. that's the thing that was I really love that. Yeah, forget about Six it. Hearing... We that should song. make a list of like all the like teen movies that Sixpence None the Richer is in because there's definitely at least like three or four. It's like them and then like Lisa Loeb or something. Yeah. Oh, Lisa Loeb. Oh, love her so much. I get them in my head. They're kind of in the same like sweetly. Basic yeah. Pandora station. But like not even. Well, whatever. Lisa Loeb wore glasses. So back in the day, I was like, wow. Oh, she's <laughs> great. Know. She's great. And yeah. I watched her recently because when I was doing all of my Halloween watching, they did a remake of Fright Night, which which is like an 80s vampire movie. Mm-hmm. She is in the remake of Fright Night. What? Yeah, and she's just, she looks great. She looks great. She Love plays her. like McLovin's mom. Okay. <laughs> she's like, not a role I thought I would be doing, but I'm here. here. I, I was like, well, we both have glasses. Yeah, she's, that was like a weird thing, you know? I, do you, okay, there is this, the beach, the beach scene um, when Rachel Lee Cook gets in the car and she has on overalls, but like cleavage, mm-hmm. I felt and her glasses, I felt like she looked like an American apparel model. Yeah. yeah. I felt like she looked like an American apparel model, like most of the time. Yeah. She's but, yeah. crazy hot. Yeah. I mean, I know, I know that it's like such, everybody already knows, especially with this movie, it's like the pinnacle of the hot woman takes off her glasses. Right. Like, so we don't even need to dive into that cause there's nothing really to dive, but Rewatching, I was like, how is her 
Like I, I still couldn't get over it. Yeah, it was like it was. It, was it almost made it seem like Taylor hated Lainey because Lainey was so beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that was. It made me read it different because I was like, no, she's just jealous because she's like, like she's pretty and doesn't. She's not an asshole. She's like a glinty eyed like bird. Like she's just so she's so cute. Not yeah. to like be condescending, like, but no, she's like yeah, she's yeah, precious. Yeah, face. She's, yeah, she's so like petite mm-hmm. and like yeah. yeah. Mm. I was I was definitely I getting like some old. Rory Gilmore vibes yeah. from her. I was just like, oh yeah, the <laughs> anger and the innocence mixed together. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. This makes me want to rewatch uh, Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the Pussycats is is a classic. Uh, it's real good. It's real good, and I love it. Just thinking the only about thing that would make Josie and the Pussycats better is well the way I I did a piece where I rewrote it on the internet to be gay and it's like her and Val together which is honestly only thing that would have made it better. Dang. Yeah. That. Wow. Yeah. Now I want to rewatch <laughs> it like. with your like lens. Yeah, because like I was just like this white this white boy means nothing to me. But here, <laughs> but here is Rosario Dawson, beautiful Such goddess Rosario Dawson who loves her so much, and it's just like just kiss, mm-hmm. just kiss, yeah. kiss the girl. <laughs> give Tara, give Tara Reed a I'm bad so romance, like <laughs> yeah. Oi. <sighs> So, I mean, I assume if you're listening, you've seen She's All That um, because it's great and it's been around. But if you haven't, I think you should give it a watch. Yeah, watch She's All That. Like, it's like it's it's fun. It's good. And Lillian, we would love to have you back. Yeah, I am down for what I ate a weed caramel and watched this and it was really great. It's like a really nice excuse to watch a rom-com every week. I felt like I was working, but yeah. I wasn't really. Yeah. It's great. You're like, this is productive. I'm taking notes, but I'm also in bed. But relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> and also weed caramel. Yeah. I yeah. would Want like that. to try that. Let's talk <laughs> later. No cops. Uh. Don't comment. <laughs> This is a fed-free podcast. No feds. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I am Jordan Searles. I'm Bronwyn Isaac. Hey, I'm Lillian Devane. And um, you should follow us all on Twitter. Uh, (laughs) Hell yeah. And you should rate uh, our podcast on iTunes. Please rate us on iTunes. Get these women a mattress. Honestly, you don't even have to listen. I would love if you listen, but just like rate us so more people can see that we exist. Yeah. 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 Um, And I will have like links and ads and stuff in the description. But yes, we are all comedians. We all perform. I've got a show tonight at Pete's Candy Store. Ooh. Um, which by the time this podcast is on, I will have already had that show. Best um, show I've ever seen. <laughs> she killed it. So good. Uh, but yeah, like support us and stuff and love us and follow us on Twitter at Bromance Pod. Um, Bromance Pod is a really <laughs> weird Twitter that I run where I mostly just follow tabloids and then get annoyed because I don't follow them on my main account. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm on Bromance Pod and I'm just like reading Cosmo and I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, this was super fun, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. bye. bye.